<laughs> Sandcast. Travis. Savvy. Try. Q&A. We're back. Let's go. We're back. <laughs> That's my abbreviated my, intro. My favorite <laughs> intro. Usually it's like, that was 13 seconds. Usually it's like a 15 second aloha. <laughs> I'm going straight to the point today, people. I don't want to waste your time. <laughs> How we doing, it. everyone? We're Great. back. Great. When's the last time we? it's been us three? It's been a while. A few weeks? It's been a minute. Well, I was here with you and Devin. And I thought no, we did one since I've been back from Hawaii. I think. Well, was, that was just we we did one, just so. me and you. Oh, me and Sav did one with Devin Newberry. Dev. So it must have been before that. Oh, we, wow. did, we did a okay. January. Yes, episode, I think it was we? pre pre Hawaii. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, it's been a minute. Minute. All right, well, we're welcome back. Fans back. <laughs> back together. There <laughs> we go. We're back. Sweet. Love I should have busted out some conus. <laughs> Celebratory. You have plenty now. I do. <laughs> That was my weightlifting that, for that day. Is that, that like was a good. season's I saw that. I'm like, this is, <laughs> is that like a full season's worth of Kona, or just one Super Bowl party's get, worth? I couldn't get through all that. I'd, well, half of it goes to Trevor, and then okay. Jose Jose got his eyes on it okay. while I was still in the truck. And yeah. he took about eight cases. <laughs> so more than you know, two thirds of it was gone right yeah. right away. Yeah. And then I just stocked up the garage. I'm like, anytime I show up somewhere, I just show up with a case of Kona. That's it's perfect. <laughs> just dishing out good vibes. Yeah, yes. exactly. Because then you got to be careful, man. He's like barely walking at practice now. <laughs> we got to keep an eye on him. Yeah, really. Oh, my God. We try to keep an eye on that guy's diet when we're overseas. And the problem is everything's free over there, you know. And he's yeah. not working out, but he's getting all this, like, player tent treatment like yep. the big ice cream buckets that mm-hmm. i don't even look into <laughs> the coolers he can't resist <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Good times. Good i haven't times. seen him in so long i miss him he's great I yeah miss him. Oh, i forgot he coached you yeah he's just hilarious oh that's right yeah yeah no, I love the guy, but i haven't seen him in so long yeah well, which where where are you training nowadays All wherever over. anyone asked me to go oh, okay. i don't know yeah. just so kind of everywhere over. yeah i mean mostly the pier or 16th i feel like that's usually where i go sometimes like at 24th street um but yeah i mean i've i've kind of been training with a bunch of different people every week is different um and it's funny there's like the certain people who ask like they book like three weeks in advance like are you available like march 22nd i'm like i (laughs) i think so i don't know i gotta look (laughs) i've heard that's the girls thing where they just book their whole like Mm -hmm. off season and then there's some people that are like can you play tomorrow it's like 9 p.m i can play tomorrow i'm like i mean that's if it's open, I'll do it, but people right. are booking so far in yeah. advance, so I have to be, like, really on top of it. But we've got, I mean, it's not, like, one group. I've been kind of just going with whoever. Good, yeah. it, it's cool because I get to see a lot of different people, and then I like training with people who have a coach there, too, because then it's a more structured practice. It it's is hard so when, much better. Yeah. Because then you don't have to think about what you're doing. No. It's like, like the coach just comes in and tells you what you're doing, and you just say yes, and you have a shoulder there. So yeah. no one's wasting reps. Exactly. And it's, it's always like, having coaches it's also. a group of four. It's like, well, what do you guys want to work on? Anyone have any drills that they want to do? And it's always just like, we end up just playing mostly because, you know, we've done a little bit more like situational stuff, mini games, which I kind of mm. like better than just playing like a match. Yeah. So we've gotten better about it. Um, but it is really nice. Like we trained with um, Kelly and Betsy and Jordan ran a great practice. I really liked yeah. that because right. just the way he progressed it really well. Like we did a lot of like, we started off with just like standing shots, line mm-hmm. shots, cut shots, jumbos, all these, and then we progressed to jumping, and then we progressed. We had a defense and a block, and then we ended up playing one set to twenty-one. Like so, I, I liked that yeah. kind of style of practice. So mm-hmm. it's cool to see all the yeah. different. It's always yeah. funny when you have a group with no coach because I feel like it goes two ways. 
you either have four people all who really want to do something yeah. different and was like, well, why don't we do this drill? Like, yeah, that's a great idea, but I'd want to do this yeah. one. And yeah. you never get anything done because everyone wants to do something yeah. different. Or you get four really passive people that are like, I don't care what that's we're doing. That's usually what it is. And yeah. then it's like, ah, screw it, we're playing for two hours. Exactly, and exactly. Then gets done. All of us have like individual <laughs> stuff that we want to work on, but it's all, we're able to implement it in any drill that we do kind of. So yeah. it's like, all right, we'll just... We'll just play. I started yeah. off with that stuff early on, and I was just so, I just realized I was so bad. I'm 100% that guy. I'm just like, I don't freaking know. And I don't. It's me too. Yeah. I'm too, it's too much thought to put it, like, figure yeah. out what you want and I want and blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm not going to run the whole practice for myself. So let's just play. Yeah. yeah. And I basically, looking back, I think I completely eliminated that from my <laughs> life. I don't think I've practiced well, without a coach since. Will Montgomery days and Jeff Carlson. <laughs> like tw- 2014. Cuervo days, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just show up. It's so much better that it's way. So yeah. Good. It's smart. I mean, you treat it. And you can tell your coaches, like, you can text beforehand and like, yeah. whatnot. And just like, this is what we want to want. Mm-hmm. Now we have film. Like, now we're coming from film and putting the film to the court. And when teams come in, they're coming in to kind of do our stuff. Yeah. Depending on what team it is, you know. But yeah, I'm. I'm spoiled now. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> as you should be, you, you treat it like a professional. You're one of the few people in the country who this is what you do for a living. Yeah, so you, right. you should treat it like it's your job, and it is, and you do a good job of that. Right. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Killing but it. Jose, <laughs> it's hard to, to feel like I'm at work when I have Jose there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a character. <laughs> your guys' rest intervals today were cracking me up. Be Dude. done for two seconds. All right, ten seconds is up. Go, go. He's like staring at his phone, but I'm pretty sure there's not a clock <laughs> no, going on it. No, He's just like he'll be staring at it, and then he'll be like, "Okay, ready." <laughs> and then like ten seconds later, he'll say go. <laughs> but then like, but then like the other ones like, "Ready, go." It's just like there's no. He's staring at a clock, but there's no like rhythm to it. Or yeah. Anything. I'm like Jose. There's an app for that. He's so. You can go. Man. You can go go to the water and cruise and I can just put an app in and it'll yeah. tell us exactly yeah. when to go. Yep. But yeah, he's that's, funny. that's part of the, the great part about Jose experience. is that you get like every Brazilian coach, just like Dan will filter through and be a shoulder. And then that's the part, will filter yeah. through and he'll so be a shoulder valuable. and then you're just shagging balls. And, and it's like, Oh, we have three coaches today. It, it's you, fantastic. Not, you can wear down your coach too. Like, For sure. I mean, For you know, sure. You're rarely going to pay them what they should be paid. Um, but like, you have a coach and you have them hitting at you and running full practices all year long. Like by the end of the year, you're like, uh, you're not really hitting very hard anymore, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Like it drains them. So to have, yeah. Jose's just got guys on They're still traveling and doing everything. Exactly. And they're not in the gym rehabbing their shoulders and doing all this stuff. And they're hitting (laughs) twice as many balls and just getting like stuff blocked all day. Uh, But it's, yeah. Jose's is he just clutched. with you guys yeah. now? He's just with us. He yeah, because Sarah's a, been with Kelly, so. Yeah, he doesn't have a girls team right now. Yeah. So he's available, I think. I gotta call him. You should call him. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he said he was um, He he was open to getting maybe like a team or two this year. Yeah. Instead of like having one team he travels with, mm-hmm. having like two girls teams he trains and then yeah. traveling with us. It'd be good. Oh. Good reps. Good reps. Yeah. You know, you've had them. You just gotta get, you just gotta. Get four streets further. Yeah. <laughs> you said you've made it to 24. What are we at? 27? 20, somewhere around there. Yeah. 
In between 26 and 28. Yeah. yeah. There's that, it's that random net that's right there, right? That yeah. one. The random net the with random the Wisconsin net. Badger on it. Yeah. Well, they just took, they just <laughs> changed it. It's like a new, fresh blue net now, I think. Blue net? I think so. There's no net. Blue poles. Blue poles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because it's our net. Oh, okay. It's the that, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about up. the one. Okay. I thought you were talking about the one where they always play fours, like right down. Oh, that one. Yeah. 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 Oh. Well, the greatest part about Jose bringing his own net is that the it's flattened every time the groomers exactly. come through. Because like 16th Street is like a black diamond ski slope. Oh, like you go is. down, you're serving, and you go straight down, and you're going back up yeah, the hill. Yeah, if you don't pull your net, <laughs> then they can't drive through your court <laughs> to flatten it. Yeah. So it is pretty nice. Pro tip. Pro tip. Pro tip. So well, he sets the net up every t- every practice. Yeah. Every practice, <clears throat> and it's a custom monster net. So we get it's a little, sick. Wow. Little pub there. Yeah. Well, plus 16th, they leave the nets up, and they're nice. Mm-hmm. And everyone plays there on yeah. the weekends yeah. and every time. Yeah. Nobody plays at Jose's court pretty yeah. much ever. So those courts are really dished yes. out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, how are we feeling about everything, you guys? Like you I'm said, excited. we haven't talked in a while. How do yeah. we feel about this schedule and this everything? I like the schedule. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like the confusion with it and the, how it doesn't make sense. The so you're confused FIVB, too. It's not just me. FIVB, okay. I'm very confused and I just have to like, separate myself because there's so much dialogue yeah. about it um i don't think it's good like overall we're not in a good place with that fiv schedule obviously if you're in the top <coughs> 16 and those events run the way that they're planning on it it's great mm-hmm. um but it just yeah the, they have to figure out the challenger system of it but i want to see the system actually run they just have to run the system that they propose right, right. now that have a good system in place, I think, and they just haven't filled it with the Challenger events. I know, because I saw they put a couple Futures events up. I saw that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, well, I think if you look at it from a promoter's point of view, I think it's it's hard to put on a Challenger event, right? Because you, uh, I think a Challenger is probably just as expensive as an Elite 16. Because mm-hmm. while the prize money might be lower, you're adding the, you're almost tripling the field because yeah. mm. an elite 16 at the moment doesn't have a qualifier so the infrastructure might even be bigger right or more so you have more hotels more oh, staffing shoot. then you have a huge a 32 team qualifier which is expensive mm-hmm. and you have to have more courts which is more permits the insurance is higher like every the costs are astronomically higher oh, for a challenger so the costs are probably the same that. but you can't market the fact that we have the top athletes because yeah. If you're a smart elite 16 player, like you're probably not going to take the chance of laying an egg in a challenger and getting then booted from the elite 16. Mm-hmm. So then the promoter can't market the fact that we have the best volleyball players in the world playing in this challenger. It's a really expensive event to promote. So why don't we just either put on elite 16 or a future? Future is really cheap to put on. You can say we have the best up and coming talent, whereas the challenger is just like this weird middle, middle ground. Group, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe there should just be two levels. Like it used to be. All the players seem to love the Grand Slam Open. What I loved it. Like why did that? Why do you think that went away? I've been really curious about That's that. That's a good point. Because that was kind I of. I freaking love that. All the players, like in the in their, that huge group chat, all the players seem to love it. Like why don't we just go back to this system of Grand Slams and Opens? And I, that was before I started playing, so I have no idea we had why way it more Grand gone away. Slams back then. Like yeah. way more top tier events, and the money was insane. Mm-hmm. And then the Opens were decent like you show yeah. up to an open you're not like as stoked because grand slams are so good but it was fine it was like a three-star do you think that 
it would have had to have done with was it hard for an up-and-coming player to get in is that probably why they changed it to the star system to make it easier for younger players to break Maybe, in yeah because that would make sense because i would have no idea how some other would break sports in. have it? like i mean it's futures is it kind of feels like a youth like you're paying to the extent where like it almost seems like you expect the parents to pay for it right right because like, you're not going to make enough money to well at least granted traveling you're, from you're the gonna US, get legit athletes because yeah. people have to tap into it yeah. like right. like you're gonna have to play yeah. them but it just feels like futures is like I don't know, like sixteen-year-olds, and yeah, the stuff name like is that. funny. That's kind of what it right? feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though that's the tier I'm, I'm in, forced. I'm thirty-one. <laughs> yeah, right. You're gonna be forced to kind of play in yeah. it. Yeah, no, I've had a lot of people ask me, like, "Is futures for the youth?" And I said, "I hope not. Or I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. screwed." <laughs> You're gonna be that one adult there <laughs> playing with kids. Yeah. I want the gold. <laughs> they give you like sparkling apple ciders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Martinelli's just spraying at the end. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. So I think when I looked at the AVP schedule, I feel like they developed the three-tier system in a way better. They did what the FIVB is trying to trying do, just to do. better. Because they're... Because it makes, it makes sense. Their qualifying series, which I don't like the names. Their yeah. qualifying series is the tour series, which yeah. is like confusing the fans yeah we always love to confuse them <laughs> but it's like an actual that's the qualifying you can series. get paid right. to go qualify yeah yeah that's right really you can cool. get exactly yeah. yeah and and it's a true qualifying series and then they separate the rest of them but really gold series pro series is one thing gold the gold's just three bigger events yeah are the, i do have a question so are the tour series just to qualify for the pro series or are there Tour series that get you to qualify for the gold ones as well. No, the but pro, I think. The well, See, I don't know. The pro series will qualify you for the gold series, right? Okay. I think that like it's, it is like a. I think each stop, the pro and gold series, have one wild card spot reserved right. for a winner of a corresponding tour series event. So if you win, right, right, and right. I don't think they've figured out what correlates to what, mm-hmm. but say if you win Seaside, you would get into Chicago. Yeah. That's what it was last year. Yeah. And I think that's still the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think, I think, I, I think I remember that. And then they're coming out with a schedule of AVP next. I think it's actually supposed to release tomorrow, the schedule. Oh, and, I, and I think AVP there's next. six or seven AVP next with a minimum of 20 grand oh. of prize money in each. I thought AVP Next was the tour series. So they, so the AVP Tour Series is basically the AVP Next Golds. So there were AVP Next Golds. That was that Atlantic City one that you and Trevor were going to <laughs> oh, run. Oh, now I'm not confused. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the AVP Next Golds were like the big dog AVP Next right. yeah. that were getting big enough where they now wrap them in the professional umbrella. Yeah. Mm. And then so now you have standard AVP Next that are just – with more prize money. I mean, if you're like an amateur up-and-coming player, I was talking to Tim about this today, you'll have about 20 decent yeah. paying events of like 400 grand of total prize money to play for. Including the top ones, you mean? <clears throat> no. Just like AVP oh, Tour Series, AVP Next, and then there's like random... There's promoters all over right, the country right, right. that will put on like 10, 20, 30 grand tournaments. I'm going to a sweet. couple in... One in March in Dallas. <clears throat> I think that's 10K. One in May in San Antonio which is 20k and I think yeah. I don't even know if those are AVP next events there one I, the one in uh them. in Dallas is a Texas it's model not. tour and then the one in May maybe is <clears throat> AVP next yeah I don't know. 
Yeah, so I like there's it. It opportunities great. all over the yeah, place. It yeah. sounds great. So there are a couple yeah. people were asking, they were saying, do you think that having those two pro series events first is going to screw over people like me who don't have enough points to get in? Or, but there will be, you're saying there will right. be AVP Next that will allow you yeah, to so get in. So they, they're going to have AVP Next that Before will be those. serve as a satellite qualifiers. Okay. Huh. Which I think is amazing. I think the the qualif the day before main draw qualifiers Tough. were like as fun of a tradition as it was, yeah. and what a like an amazing feeling it was to qualify. <clears throat> it was brutal because you play four matches, you come in the next day, you, you, you don't sleep, you get the one seed, mm -hmm. you get shellacked, you like try to take a nap, and then you get murdered again, and your day's over. You make barely any money. Whereas if you're playing in a satellite qualifier, you're playing in AVP next. Say you get ninth and above, you're still making money. Making money. <clears throat> you're playing way more matches. It's not single elimination. You're playing a true tournament format, right? Too. You're not just playing this one day like free for all. Yeah. Like you're getting reps, playing an event, but also winning an event. Mm -hmm. Like you're getting used to like I'm the w champion of this entire event that's being put on. Yeah. I think that's a really <clears throat> good thing for anyone out there. Having. And then and then you rest. You come into an, a professional event, Training. fresh. Yep. yep. Prepared for that event. Plus, and you know the draws earlier because yeah. there's no qualifiers. <coughs> yeah. So now you're rested, studying your opponents, you hopefully yeah. scout them. And it's a win for the AVP because, I mean, qualifiers are massive expenses with no return on that. Yeah. There's no way. And so now, like, they're putting on separate tournaments. And now you can, the AVP is going to be able to market the field so much yeah. earlier. So here are our matchups we have 30 days prior to the event. Plus, other fans, let's say you win um, Denver. Wasn't Denver one of them? Denver yeah. is one of them, yeah. You win Denver. <coughs> Everyone that watched Denver is like, that was really fun to watch. We watched the whole event, and we saw the champion win. Mm -hmm. Now I want to go now see them play. Yeah. Them. The That's our Not like, oh, they're the they're the one like lower team that right. somehow scraped in here and is going <laughs> right. to get smashed today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so I I think it's cool. I, I think it's great. Yeah. I, I think it's an awesome system. Yeah, a lot of people. I think. I think a lot of people are just confused because there's a couple questions on like, yeah. is this going to help or hinder up and coming players? And I think from what it seems like, it's going to help us because the qualifiers so it's so brutal. Well, what are the, somewhere and yeah, like, what are the the downsides to it? Obviously, it's like it seems like a little bit of a easier like everyone has a chance for each yeah. one. Like I got a shot, you know, yeah. you get in like a shot at it. But what's the what are the other downsides? Well, I think. I think people were originally freaking out. One, because there were no AVP next prior to the first two. Right. That I think so that's the biggest were, panic. People were right freaking now. out that, like, well, we're locked out of those we two events. Yeah. Um, but that's already being atoned for. Right. And then <clears throat> I think that they change is just hard to accept at first, especially right. when it's kind of sure. confusing. Yep. And I think it'll probably take pro maybe this whole year for people to really understand how mm -hmm. it works. Yeah. And so I think people were just like, like anytime Facebook or Instagram changes, it's screen no People it's like, this so is stupid why they put two, a button there yeah and then two <laughs> days later they're like oh these instagram stories are so yeah. cool you know? oh my gosh i remember Change when instagram stories came out and yeah. it takes well, a second so i think people didn't understand it at first and were kind of maybe a little confused and we're like well how am i going to get in but i think it is also the barrier to entry is maybe getting a little bit higher and i think that's just a sign of a healthy sport yeah you know in 2013 when it was the first year that Donald ran a full schedule. There were women who could just sign up for the main draw and be in. There's no qualifier. No way. Oh and now we're looking at it where the qualifiers started to be capped, and then they went to two days, and now they got so big that they have to run huge off Separate like tournaments. off tournaments yeah. for them. And 
sure the barrier to entry might be higher but i think that's just the sign of a healthy sport mm -hmm. you know if you look at if we're going to play sports roulette you know qualifying for the pga tour is really freaking hard because there's a ton of golfers yeah. you, know, you can't just sign up for an open tryout for the clippers mm. right the higher the barrier to entry is the more professional right. the sport's getting because it's just being played at a higher level which is and very I think, exciting and i think that's yeah. awesome and as a mm -hmm. it, like being a professional beach volleyball player i think the harder it gets the more special it's going to be exactly and it, so I, I think it's a good sign and i think mm -hmm. it, it, it is a little bit harder which is like you know there's some give and take because it's a bummer because it's it's harder to make it in the main mm -hmm. draw. But at the same time, the value of the thing you're fighting for is getting that much higher. Is mm -hmm. getting much bigger. And yeah. Better. yeah. So if you do make it, you finally do. Now you're making a living. Yeah. Just for being in the main <coughs> draw, yeah. which is like kind of the goal of the tour. Like we want to get back to that where, back in the day, there's these guys like I heard their names and I heard they were good players and I look and they've never gotten better than a ninth, and they made great living back yeah. in the day mm -hmm. and they were like house volleyball household names and yeah nowadays like you barely get any recognition for a ninth yeah mm -hmm. so yeah. that's so that's the goal. i'm excited yeah. i'm impressed with the system that they came out with and i think there will probably be kinks to work out like any brand new yeah, system sure. under new ownership and yeah. it's pretty audacious like what they came out mm -hmm. with and you've been talking about having a tour championship since we started this podcast right and they have one a little different than I was saying. How, how does it work? Do you know? There's like six teams or something, isn't there? <laughs> six yeah. team invitational. Okay. Uh, and I think only four are in automatic and two wild cards are reserved. Okay. I guess if, you know, let, let's say April's not in there because she didn't play yeah. or something like that, you know, they can give it to April. Okay. But you got to think it's the top six teams at the end of. Oh, no, actually, sorry. The championships is six teams. Um, and they take your best two out of the three Gold Series events. So that's okay. their, I guess, more oh. incentive for you to play in the Gold Series, too. Yeah. Um, I think it's great. I just wonder if, is it a championship or is it an, another event? Like, are that's you a the, good question. <laughs> like, are you the champion? Yeah. Because I want a champion. Because that want, is... At the end of the year, you don't have to give me a ring, but I want a ring or yeah. a trophy saying... You're the champion. Yeah. You know, you won you the whole did the best tour this, yeah. Yeah. this season. And when that doesn't exist. I think I they're calling it the tour championships. They, I yeah, think they, they are too. always called Huntington was the champ. I won and the championships <laughs> in Huntington. True. I wasn't the champion. I didn't even True. get to bring the check home. I didn't even they just take the trophy back from you. Uh, Chicago was our championship, right? For years. Mm -hmm. You're right. Mm, championship okay but yeah it's the difference but at least this has a different format with a different name i suggested that <laughs> while we, we had the call with the avp I, yeah i threw it out there it was like do we is there a champion at the end of the year yeah i but think that was cool too cool. the zoom was cool that they yeah. allowed everyone to hop in and ask yeah. questions yeah so someone was... from bally's was on it and then yeah. al was on it who's the new ceo of avp mm -hmm. and um i mean just like energy vibe wise I there were a really bunch of people hopping guy. in the chat and yeah, asking questions and yeah. they were answering questions and yeah so i think that's cool yeah i think we're in good hands we're with good. bally we're in a good and spot the whole betting thing that's another question i asked so there's not a ch tour champion i was i was trying to say like maybe we could do something like fedex you know yeah the fedex cup in golf yeah end of the year there's a fedex cup champ mm -hmm. but they're like if there's a sponsor that wanted to do that then we'd do that yeah i get that um, the other thing I asked was, is there going to be gambling? 
and he said that we just got to work our way to getting there and first they need to collect a lot of data on the sport like over this first season to mm-hmm. figure out how it would work and how to implement it and then but their goal is totally to uh, implement sports betting and whatnot i love yeah. it yeah might take a year or two though yeah i guess For we sure. probably have to sign waivers that we can't bet exactly <laughs> damn it Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like shoot <laughs> that's um, all the stuff they gotta figure out yeah no <laughs> yeah. but a couple people were asking if there were rules on like if someone has x amount of points are they allowed to play in the tour series or the avp next like anyone's allowed to play in anything yeah, there's no restrictions but but if you finish have they decided if you finish first in a tour series that's equivalent points wise to a what I don't know. in the gold series because i heard like, a lot of stuff like people like you probably won't go play in the tour series right uh probably won't yeah but i was thinking about it today i was like if this whole fibb thing yeah. it goes to shit <laughs> yeah. i would i'll go play in all these yeah. tour series they're not yeah. bad right like the money's not bad you're no, not traveling not bad. this far yeah uh if you're lucky enough to have sponsors and like set up bonuses mm-hmm. so yeah you win these tournaments you get a little bonus I would love to play all those events. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think we're allowed to. I don't think. Because just from a promotional standpoint, like, they want the highest level for athletes. Sure. Yeah, for um, sure. I don't know if that's always, always makes sense to allow players to play down. Yeah. But well, I think it's, I, don't know. I think that probably just comes down to the point system they implement. Like, similar to the FIVB. Let's see if I have the points. You know, where if you were to play, because traditionally, AVP next only count for your finishes if you can use it. And so there right. was yeah, that's what I was there was no about. way to de-incentivize the top players from going because you could go win every yeah. every AVP next. But now that the tour series is under the AVP umbrella, I think that if they're counting that as a finish, then people at the top don't have much incentive to play it because now say you right. like have two bad matches, you take a ninth, and you you're just like taking a terrible right. finish. Yeah, and so I, it, it becomes a self-policing system. Yeah, I think. Billy Allen asked that question and he said that do you remember the answer Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure he said that I hopped um, on kind of late because I was practicing I think they said it won't hurt you you can play and it won't really? it won't hurt you. it it's same as AVP next was okay so mm-hmm. which I mean from the AVP standpoint that makes sense because like you said you want the top athletes yeah. playing yeah I think that's what they're going and then but I think what they would do with the bids that come out of the tour series is that if you're you know if you and trevor win a tour series and you're already in the main draw yeah, they just give it to pass the second it down. Yeah. yeah i guess that makes sense interesting i know it's cool to because I'm, I'm still learning like I, I was on it but i i left still pretty yeah. confused about how it was all going to work so it's it's cool to continue to learn about i think it. we're all going to be learning through like november As we go. <laughs> <laughs> dude i know through november i was like this is a long season it is well, and it's like it's not starting till May. I was like, I need to slow down a little bit. I yeah. don't know. No, it's true. There's stuff it happening. Time. People I mean, get excited early, and then by you know August, you're like, damn. Like, well, it's hard when everyone's yeah. like, seasons, seasons here, the schedule's out, but we still have like three months, and you know, but everyone's pushing, and the partner stuff is is kind of funky, and so it's it's easy to get wrapped up in it. Yeah, it is. Want to just go yeah. full throttle, but it's not really the time i mean maybe time to push it with weights and getting stronger but getting your team in place I exactly. think, and their schedule and like everything that you want but then like sticking to that schedule yeah. you know if you, i think if you go week by week right now it's like oh they're playing 
like we look mm -hmm. out there and there's definitely a lot of teams that are already jumping and hidden and like going all out scrimmaging mm -hmm. ready and we're like should we be doing more <laughs> yeah. shit like am i not ready yeah and jose keeps looking at the calendar no look <laughs> this makes sense right I'm like, yeah this makes sense so we're right here this is what we're doing like, well you gotta be perfect. ready by march right yeah so you're a little sooner yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're playing like, before you guys, and you guys are getting crazy <laughs> over there. Yeah. But we also have a lot more experience, like, you doing do. this. You do. um, and you've been together, so, like, and we've been together, it's not yeah. a new partnership that you need to work out a bunch of kinks. Yeah, so. and we're, we have a lot more uh, swings on our arms mm -hmm. and knees and shoulders and reps on the tour, um, and our whole team's in place and whatnot. And I know a lot of people are trying to figure out those partnerships or just getting with those partners. For so. sure. But I, I do think youth uh, makes you want to just get out there and play. Yeah. We're going to pause here for a quick break to give a shout out to our sponsors. And Try and I are so stoked to partner up with Athletic Greens. Now, I traveled more than 82,000 miles last year playing beach volleyball. And Try put us well over the 100,000 mile mark for the whole Sandcast family. And neither of us got sick a single time. All right, we were competing and traveling from February through November, and not one of us so much as sneezed. And obviously there are a lot of factors in that, but the biggest common denominator that we both swear by, that we start our day with every single day, is Athletic Greens. It is our one-stop shop vitamin supplement that we bring on the road everywhere, and it is so delicious. All right, a lot of the green supplements I've taken it tastes like you've basically taken a fistful of dirt and earth, put it in a blender, mix it up, and then you just chugged it down. This is not the case with Athletic Greens. It is delicious, and it is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It is delicious, and it works. All right, I swear, last year was the healthiest I have ever been. I give enormous credit to Athletic Greens for that. And my partner, Adam Roberts, he actually started getting sold on Athletic Greens, so much so that he actually started getting it for his parents. Uh, we cannot recommend it enough. It, it's a great price, honestly. It's less than three bucks a day, which if you are taking multiple supplements, you're gonna be paying more than three bucks a day anyway, so you might as well just get the one-stop shop for all your nutritional needs with Athletic Greens. That's actually how the company was founded. So the founder was spending over a hundred bucks a day in vitamin supplements and he decided to just found his own. And now we're on the, the 51st or 52nd iteration of Athletic Greens and it is so good. And it is beloved by athletes and high performers everywhere. It, I, I actually was uh, led to Athletic Greens by the Tim Ferriss podcast and then Joe Rogan also has it on his podcast. And between those two, you have 90% of the high performers in the world. And now they're here on Sandcast, keeping the boys healthy. Uh, so right now for you, it's, it's not just for athletes. It is for everyday people. Okay. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free, and I'm going to say it again, a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free, again, free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sandcast, all right? 
That is athleticgreens.com slash Sandcast to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we are fired up on this partnership. We only work with partners that we absolutely love, and Athletic Greens is one of them. Cannot recommend it enough. This podcast is also brought to you by, as always, our good friends at Wilson Volleyball. They make the absolute best balls in the game, hands down, no question. And guess what? We're going to be using a lot of Wilson Volleyballs this year because if you have not seen the AVP schedule, it is packed. Whether it's AVP America or just the AVP, which has the most events since 2008, 2009, I believe. We got 16 AVPs. 16. And then we have another probably dozen or so AVP next, and AVP America is just full, and we are just going to be playing with Wilson Volleyballs from now until November, guys. So get some Wilson Volleyballs as you can get 20% off using our discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that is SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson products. So if you need a bag, if you need a cart, if you need balls, I recommend the balls and the bags. They make great bags too. Go to wilsonvolleyball.com and use our discount code SANDCAST-20. And let's see you guys on the beach. With season coming up, Try and I have started releasing a weekly newsletter, the Beach Volleyball Digest, which is just curating all of the top beach volleyball news from around the world. We got Volleyball World, the McKibbins are doing stuff, Volleyball Magazine's putting out stuff. I just started writing for AVP America. Kim Smith over at AVP is putting out a lot of content, and we are basically just taking all of that and putting it into one big email newsletter so if you ever miss any news we got you covered so if you want to get on that newsletter head over to sandcastvolleyball.com and on the sidebar there's an easy sign up form we would love to have you join the newsletter it's not just sandcast news it is literally all the beach news snow volleyball grass volleyball whatever's happening in the world of volleyball we got you covered so head over to sandcastvolleyball.com to get your beach news today and can, and I think can and like you said, you. seeing other people jumping exactly. and hitting, and like up until last week, I was like freaking out. I was like, Tim, I, I can't side out. Like I can't, I can't figure out how to approach and jump and hit a ball right now. <laughs> I, I was like I, losing that was my mind. In practice today, I was like, I'm terrible right now. I was like, it's never. I was told Delaney, I was like, it's never coming back. I'm <laughs> never gonna be able to side out for the rest of my life. Like I can't do it. And then I went to Missouri this weekend and. So we ran a clinic and played a tournament on Saturday and a tournament after the clinic on Sunday. Was it the co-ed one or did you do one so with JV2? It was a co-ed on Sunday and yeah. then there was an open on Saturday where we played six straight matches. And then today at practice, I was like, oh, I remembered how to do this again. It's great. It's like when you get into competition <laughs> mode, I feel like it all kind of – I was talking to Tony about it yeah. today because we've both been in this – we're working on so much stuff. And, again, we don't have a coach, so we're trying to, like, like – I'm pushing myself to do these things and we're both coming together and we're like, oh, yeah. we're playing so shitty. This sucks. And, mm-hmm. um, we're like, I feel like when we get to competition though, like it's all going to click when yeah. it's supposed to, but it is, it's frustrating right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's the right time to be, to be working on that stuff. And I want to get better, but it's a weird, I feel the same exact way. I'm it's, like, God, I'm terrible right now. Like, it's hundred <laughs> percent. Not like, it's like a phantom mental thing. It is oh. for sure. I've learned it enough times now where I'm like, yeah, I can't hit and jump. Like, if I scrimmage anyone right now, me and Trevor are going to get smashed. Yeah. <laughs> but we know better than to be like, 
well, we suck now. Yeah. Like, you, you just got to, you have to go through the, the dips. I think that's mm-hmm. the, actually the worst thing is when teams are like, I don't want to play like shit. I don't want to be bad, so I'm just going to keep playing and keep doing all this so I keep yeah. my level high. But to me, you're really just keeping your level at the same level. Yeah, you're not getting any better. If you go down and you just work on the passing and not connecting it to the approach or the jump or anything, and then you just work on the approach and then you just work on the the contact or whatever, and then you jump and then you try to put it all together and mm-hmm. it's not going to feel good, but each piece will be a lot better quality once it do- does all come together. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of like the thing that we're going for. The As Jose, is, he, he learned his new words <laughs> of the year, so... The acquisition phase and the retention phase. I love those so much. <laughs> he takes like, you know, says acquisition like five times. Ac- yeah. Acquisi- acquisi- acquisition, right? What is it? <laughs> no, but he he's right though. He's he's super on point with yeah. it. Like we're in the acquisition phase. Like this is your time to work on technique, uh, work on specific things, be like singularly focused on one thing. And then, like, towards the end of practice and the further we get into the year, it's like, okay, now it's just retaining that information, yeah. which to me means just feeling. <clears throat> yeah. You already taught your body how to do it. Now forget it. Like, forget technique. Forget everything you did in the whole three months of preseason. Now just play. Yeah. And you'll see better results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because, like, I've done this in every sport I've ever played. You know, basketball, like, anytime you change your release a little bit. Oh, yeah you know you're going to have like a 15% dip at least. I did that at the worst time in high school basketball. <laughs> Senior year, at the end of the year, I was like, oh, my shot's so ugly. Yeah. I got to switch it. No, nope. just bricking everything. <laughs> like, oh, I guess I'm playing inside this year. <laughs> yeah. And then, but once you get a feel for it, it's so much better. Your release is higher, yeah, shooting exactly. better. My and shot's then, way better now. And then with golf, like you change your swing and you're going to be terrible for two months and then it comes back. Yeah. And I just, with beach volleyball, I just I haven't done the dip enough yeah, quite yeah, yet yeah. where I'm still freaking out. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Sad, that's it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm quitting. I'm, t- I'm, so- <laughs> I'm very content with my life right now, and I think that's what's keeping me sane. I'm just happy. The weather's good. Evan's here. I love my yeah. apartment. I'm just feeling good. And I get on the court, I'm like, God, I hate my life. <laughs> and then I leave, I'm like, all right, well, if that's a bad day, then his life's pretty good. Right. Yeah. Um, in a pretty good spot, but. A um, couple people were asking about, obviously, partner stuff. Any teams that you guys think are going to be like a surprise team this year that's going to crush it, or any of the top teams that have come together that you think are going to be really successful? Um, if if I were allowed to bet for Bally's, <laughs> I think I'd put a substantial money on Troy and Chase <clears throat> to climb. Okay. I think they're really good. I think Where are Tr- they ranked right now? Pretty, pretty high. high. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Chase has the most points. Yeah. But I think with like with Troy seed, switching positions to defense and them being kind of a new team, I think some people would probably expect them to be like kind of a regular fifth. But Troy is freaking good. Yeah, we've been practicing with be them a lot, and fifth. even though he hasn't been playing defense much, he's just such an athlete that he mm-hmm. digs so many balls. And when they're in system, it's like for me as an undersized blocker. There's nothing I can do. When Chase swings like high deep seam, I'm like, well, that's going to work 21 <laughs> times if you do that. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so when me and Tim play, and we're like, this is just serving practice for us because we need to get them out of system or we're mm-hmm. not going to score. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, when they're passing, they're really good. Right. 
So they would be, I don't even know if I can pick them as a surprise team of the year. It's like, it's like our college committee. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, surprise team of the year is TCU. It's I'm like, just... well, if everyone's picking them, are they really the surprise Exa- team? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Troy and uh, Chase are like the three seed. <laughs> <laughs> the breakout team. <laughs> <laughs> breakout. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I think Lucerna and Banish will be good. It's just, a, there's a lot of um, good team. Like, it's hard to s- say that one team will be, like, clearly the favorites, yeah. obviously. I, yeah. I want to be that team, but, um, yeah. Below, though, below, like, the top five, let's say, see. Does Billy Allen have a partner yet? Case I know. Just really? Beer. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. I think it's perfect, perfect fit. for both of them. Yeah. Good personalities, too. That That's actually a sleeper team. Yeah. Because I feel like Case Beer is the kind of guy who has to mesh with his partner mm-hmm. well. Him and Hayden, I don't, I don't think he liked the Hayden. Hayden puts pressure on you. Yeah. And like it was like, where's the jump serve? Yeah. You're the best jump server. Where's the aces? <laughs> so Case Beer's like, I'm trying to get it. Yeah. You know, and if you try to force it. <laughs> yeah. Whereas yeah. Billy's going to be like, yeah, man, like whatever you want. Yeah. You want a float serve? That's cool, That's too. That's literally, <laughs> I met him in Mexico, and that I could not have seen anything more yeah. spot on. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I played code with him, and it was, like, the most fun thing ever because he's yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, he's not going to put any pressure no. on you. And Case Beer played enough. He's good enough to, like, put enough pressure on himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see them being pretty deadly. I Both think, have won events. I think like they're in such similar phases of life. Mm-hmm. You know, they're both like not out of the game, but taking a step back. Yeah, they're both like Jeremy's loving doing what he does on the side with like his environmental stuff, and he's yeah. like having a great time raising Keem and Billy's writing and raising catch in Idaho and doing whatever you do in Idaho. Right, and he's still <laughs> playing great volleyball. Like him and Andy were phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a good serving team. Billy's the kind of guy who only needs a few reps, too. Yeah. Like he'll fly down, get a few practices in, and Case Breed will just be serving by himself for two weeks, <laughs> and it's, like, yeah. perfect. He used to do that before, like, almost every day before UCLA practice, we'd come and he'd be serving. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was, like, shirt off, sweating. Like, yeah. he had been there for, like, an hour just ripping Thompson serving. Jeremy's yeah. shirt was off? I can't, <laughs> can't imagine. <laughs> all, can't imagine. Never seen out, that. abs out. <laughs> <Literally. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Protruding out Protruding. of his stomach. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. What about the women's side? I think it's it's hard to pick for the women, like the surprise team, because mm-hmm. you could have a team seated 22nd in an AVP <laughs> next that could take a third. Yeah. Um, I kind of so like whoever that. you're playing with, I'll take you. There we go. <laughs> oh, man. You're my surprise team. I'm trying team. to. Well, thank you. you. you have any, I hope so. Who's the partner prospects? And if you don't need to say on the podcast, I mean, fine. I, I don't. I'm in the works. So I, I was going through a little bit of a panic when I was like, God, I want to play in Austin and New Orleans so bad, but me and, you know, I've been training a bunch with Tony, and yeah. I love playing with her, but she has fewer points than I have, so we're, we're shit out of luck. We're not going <laughs> to qualify or be in the main draw. Right. And so we kind of were like, you know, I was talking to her, and I was like, you should talk to Stockman. You should talk to Zana. You talk to, cause like, May Craft can't play in, in um, Austin. Like, right. we're both in the same position. We're like, we love each other, but... You know, and I think team chemistry is so important, but this point same, you know, I don't know. I'm in, I'm in a weird middle spot where I'm like, I, I want to play with someone I enjoy, but points thing and maybe someone with points I would enjoy yeah. playing with as well. Like, we're both in, in the same position and we're on the same page too. So, yeah. um, talking to a couple people, like, I reached out to Brandy because I'm like, what are you, what is she doing? And my mom, <laughs> for like years, has been like, Brandy's my favorite. You, I love her. You need to play with her. And I'm like, I don't know, like, she comes off, very, she's very intimidating. I think she just, her presence is yeah. just intimidating. 
And I got her number and I text her and she's like, hey girl, heart, heart. I'm like, you're so nice. Why was I scared to text oh, you? Brandy's so nice. I think she's yeah, just, sweet, and she's yeah. just really good. And I, she's one girl I really yeah. don't know that well. And, yeah. you know, so, you know, she's like, I want to focus on the, the world tour. You know, I know you want to lock someone in. I'm like, no, I'm actually very flexible. Like I actually, I would love to lock someone in, but I don't know if that's really going to be the case. Um, so pretty much anyone that has more points. Me, so I have like almost 800 points. So if I play with someone who has more, so we, me and Evan, we're, we're, he has this, he's psycho. He has this whole spreadsheet of mm. points and for the men's side. Yeah. And so when he was trying to figure out, he's like, would we be in the main draw or whatever? So he did it for the girls' side. We can like come up with like nine set teams, maybe 10 that were like, they're for sure playing together. They're for sure in the main draw. Yeah. And then there was a, a long list of people that weren't, set yet like is Delaney set I don't know like that's one Zana was one like all these really great players that aren't really set yet Fallon was one um and he's like you could be in the main draw you need to just pick a blocker or someone you could split block with that has a few more points than you because it depends on what these people do but like you could and I kind of got inspired I'm like I'm close I'm like I'm (laughs) there um so we'll see I'm gonna talking to Fallon tomorrow um just to see like she has more points than me. So yeah. it's like, maybe that's a thought, you know? Yeah. And I, I'm very open to whatever I like. I'm very, I'll play any side. Any, like I've told you guys, like I'll do whatever. Um, but again, I do want to play with someone who I have fun with. And then it's like, okay, do I play with them just for the first couple of events and play with Tony? Do I stick with someone and ride it out? Like, yeah. I don't want to just be like, hey, I'm, I'm going to use you for your points for the first. That's not how I operate. I don't want it to be like that. I want to, if I'm going to, play with someone like maybe I go stick it out so I'm kind of just trying to figure it out and see everyone I'm talking to what what their thoughts are too like do they want to commit or do they just want to see how the first couple go or kind of however it is like yeah. I say, you know, I'm an open book I'll tell you guys whatever Partner I gymnastics just... <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's one of the biggest skills or that you can have is like being flexible and adapting to mm-hmm. other people and other personalities and stuff yeah. like we were talking about before the show there's some people who just clash like they mm-hmm. they do it just their way and if, if that partner isn't perfect for your personality like it just doesn't work and over the years you see them kind of it's hard for them to climb because there's just don't have as many options yep. and especially when you're in your position when you're just trying to get scratch and get those points so that you can get that consistent partner in the main draw it's like one of the biggest skills i think for sure yeah. i think the biggest skill is just wherever i was talking with jd about this this weekend is that if you can just always have a consistent habit of making your partner better, you're always yes. going to find yourself in a posi- in a winning position. Exactly. And I think that for you right now, you know, it's like you're in this cool phase where I think the more people you play with and not like if you can get a partner that you love playing with and lock it in for the yeah. season, that'd be awesome. I just don't know. I mean, but maybe more... because I'm so flexible, like maybe that's going to be a little bit harder for me because I'm so like, yeah, not wishy-washy, but like, I will do whatever, and if someone like wants to play with me for one event and that's it, then then okay, whatever. We'll we'll try it out. I don't know. Yeah. So, but you'll find a way to, to play with different personalities, yeah. different skill sets, and then you'll end up being a perfect match for someone mm-hmm. down the road, either yeah. this year, the next year, whatever. Yeah. And if people love playing with you, like that's just good advertising. That's that's, that's <laughs> the goal. And so you know, I kind of had to like. I was like, well, I really want to do World Tour stuff, but is it going to future? Like, I'm going to be so broke if I try and go to these. But maybe I try. Like, because there's some futures events over the tour events. Mm-hmm. I'm like, would it be smarter to go get some FIVB points or would it be smarter to try and go win and qualify and make more money and right. kind of build my brand a little bit? I don't know. I don't know what's kind of smartest. 
on that type of stuff. But I think it's all dependent on who I'm playing with. Well, plus, if you do well on the, let's say your your real goal is to get on the world tour, you go do half decent on the world tour. It's not like you're not going to be getting calls. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say you go like stun and win win a futures event. Girls with points might be like, mm, I'm going to take a chance on this girl, yeah. mm-hmm. and they'll pull you up anyway. Mm-hmm. So it depends where your where your priorities are, but. I can't say that I definitely do that. Like the just ADP depends. seems great right now. It yeah. seems great really place great. To, yeah. to commit to. Yeah. I think if if your goal is, I mean, everyone always puts the Olympics out there, but I think if you do want to play at the highest level, you do have to put at least get international points to put yourself in a position to get picked up For by sure. someone. Because sure. everyone who's at the highest level, if you're going to make this a full time living, like you need to play world tour. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you got to be on the national team. Yeah. 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 And so if that is something that you want to do, I would probably take a shot at some futures, get mm-hmm. a couple points. I heard Norseka is and, coming and back this year. The, the best time to plant a tree is now. Yeah. You know, exactly. like waiting. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a process. So like you want to start it now, invest in that, that IRA. Yep. <laughs> it's like compound interest. You know? <laughs> it is. You're a year or two in, you're like, wow, I'm glad I started a year or two ago. Cause, or else you'd be like, late to the party and with no points kind exactly. of thing, you know yeah and there's a stretch where you the futures go from uh spain to greece back to back and if you just hit two events do well in both you pick up like 160 points you know maybe that's enough to get someone to pick you up to at least get into a qualifier of a challenger or yeah. something yeah so or at least show the initiative that i'm willing to play on the world tour mm-hmm. and that messaging alone for sure is i think worth and, and overall like if you're if you believe in your game and you want to play world tour long term and you think you can succeed there if you succeed there you're going to end up in the main draw in the ADP exactly. like it's just you're, it's the level out. of play is going to be so much better yeah. everyone's going to see it you know if you're on the national team you're not you're not in the qualifier in the ADP yeah. you might start there but you're just going to end up where you need to be domestically where if you if you're doing it at a higher level yeah yeah that's really good agreed point. yeah can you go get into a futures event with no points or a qualifier i don't know we'll see i mean I zana and chrissy got in with zero that's yeah I saw um, that. what is by the way what is chrissy jones doing i think she's Does just playing know? avp she is i think so she was on the zoom call yeah like i don't know i haven't heard anything from her but I, I think i don't know i know that she's like kind of a, still a newlywed and her husband's mm-hmm. in the air force so i mm-hmm. think she's just like loving time when he's home yeah and not deployed sure. but i mean she lives far away she lives really like, she lives out in the desert I think. yeah Oof. that's a commute so, so that that's a tough commute that's to make commute. for practice <laughs> i know because i saw her and i was like i wonder what she's up to because I, I heard rumors she was done and then i was like oh maybe she's yeah but i think well i think a lot of people you know like everyone's always asking what's casey patterson doing but i think he was just waiting people are just waiting for a schedule to come out and then now that there's a schedule out they can figure out all right, well, now we can plan. All right, well, what are we going to do? Yeah. Do you know what his thoughts are or not at all? I have no idea. Yeah. He texted me a video <laughs> of him in uh, Jackson, Wyoming, I think. Beautiful. That's of uh, sled dogs so pulling a sled. And, he said, <laughs> and I was talking to him. He's like, dude, backpacking's where it's at. He's like, I come back and have 102 messages to respond to. I was like, yep, you should probably go right back to the mountains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do not I miss those days. We've been backpacking in too long. Let's go. (laughs) As soon as season starts up, let's go. Yeah, (laughs) too much right now. And you're sticking with Timmy? 
Yeah, me and TV. Lefty, 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 lefty magic. Dude, Timmy Brewster. Oh, you guys might be one of those sleepers. I know. Brewster gets better every time I see him. He's getting a little confident. Just hanging out on Jose's court. like He's, he's getting just, a chip. We just Everyone's just giving him shit all mm-hmm. the time, but from a loving place. Yeah. And he, I think you can't get in his head anymore. Yeah. And he was he's like a pretty like passive, like, hi, kind of kid, you know, but he spent so much time on Jose's court yeah. that you just develop thick skin and, and maybe a bit of a chip. He, he is getting a little chip I on like his shoulder, that. and I freaking love it. <laughs> and, dude, well, it's been really fun because before me and Tim played the country quota, he like, he had never really played in, like, a really super high-level practice group. Like, he gets in with you guys, but he never had, like, a scrimmage with Cam and Theo and mm, Chase right, and Troy. Right, yeah. And now we're doing that once or twice a week now. Oh, nice. And so Tim's seeing that level all the time. And the balls that he digs he can I haven't seen it on your story. Yeah. Like, yeah, he can yeah. He's balls. insane. Yeah. Like we're the most annoying team because we're so small and we don't really do any, like we don't hit hard, right, <laughs> you yeah. know, but somehow we're just like, how are we still Keep in this game? Alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just digs so many balls. Yeah. It's super fun to play with. Cause you're like, we're down five, but we can go on a pretty epic run. Yeah. yeah. And you're both lefties. So you're both it's weird. Just yeah, getting it's weird. just funky. <laughs> just getting funky. Yeah, weird. <laughs> bringing the funks out. Yeah. Love it. I love my win. Uh, we got pizza with him the other night and just hung out nice. and chatted for a bit. I mean, I, I could talk to Timmy Brewster for, like, hours yeah. about anything. Like, yeah. And he's got all the information. Like, yeah, exactly. I, if I have any viable question, I text Timmy or yeah. you. <laughs> like between the two of you guys, you have a lot, a lot of knowledge. No, dude, he's, he's a good kid. He's I haven't, a good I, besides that, I hadn't seen him in a, in a bit, but I'm yeah. glad I got to hang out with him for a Yeah, he's bit. doing great. Oh, man, I love that guy. <laughs> He just makes me smile. Like he just—he does, yeah, guy. yeah. And I can't believe he's done with college. Well, he's probably going back to law school Man. pretty soon. Law school, holy! Such a Tim this Brewster. Such thing a thing. Yeah, Brewster Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> the nicknames on our car. <laughs> they started calling him Tom Holland today. <laughs> Tim gets a new name every day. <laughs> calling Tom Brady. Young Brewster, Brewster Jenner, Brewster Jenner. Bruce Wayne, Brewster Wayne. The Brazilians have to say E at the end of everything for some reason. Yeah. Wayne. Oh, man. So we clearly have zero fun. Could not. Jose's not court. at all. Oh, I need to come hang out around there. That sounds like a good exactly. time. Good time. Yeah. yeah, I'll text him and see what, what he's up to. Um, so we kind of talked all about all the questions we had for um, the schedule and the system. There's a couple... You called it training and lifestyle. Yeah. Like our next little little category. So do you guys have any off-season training wins? I know that you've talked about working on some stuff, but what about you? Um, wins, just stuff we've worked on. and uh, Yeah, things that you've been working on that have been going in the right direction. Um, yeah, I mean, just like track. I feel like every off-season I try to reassess, like what did I want to accomplish this past year? Did I accomplish it? Usually, maybe like I accomplished fifty percent of it. Yeah. Like I'm still like oh, this could still be better, but I pick and choose what I then want to take into the next year based on you know partnership and all that. Um, and I this year it was a lot of defense. Just like the more film I watched, the more I'm like, holy shit, we're so bad at defense. <laughs> like, I'll acknowledge that we are good volleyball players. Yeah. So put us anywhere on the court, and we're gonna we're gonna give you trouble. Yeah. Yeah. But we are so bad at defense. <laughs> like, 
in terms of covering the same part of the court and like i think it's been working in our favor because people have no idea what the hell we're doing yeah because we don't know what the hell we're doing <laughs> um but there's like a lot of uh inefficiencies where i'm like wow like we can make our life so much easier mm-hmm. if we just like worked in unison and maybe like i wasn't like jumping on contact every time <laughs> i do the exact same <laughs> like we watch film like and my midair midair and together because <laughs> no i'm like in the middle of a shuffle so i'm like my feet are off the ground and together and my hands are like stuck i'm like handcuffed already i'm like how is that gonna get me <laughs> and it's like consistent across the board yeah. so that was just like it's kind of exciting to see stuff yeah. like that, especially when you're already doing well mm-hmm. um so it was a lot of that stuff uh, and and then so just getting my feet balanced and uh figuring out the feeling of um what i want me balanced on defense to feel like and then i translate that to the gym and i tell my coach that my strength coach and also jose (coughs) and then just rep it out in different scenarios and whatnot um and then my posture a little bit on defense i'm kind of uh trying to think of defense differently than pass receive that's what i've noticed like I'm so comfortable in pass receive from indoor. Indoor, I was kind of playing the same style, um, but I, I can be wide. I can get myself behind yeah. the ball. I have a, I can get in a really deep, wide lunge and like stick a platform mm-hmm. pass. But on defense, I'm stuck. I yeah. can't move out of that the way I need to. So just playing defense the way I want to play defense and then passing the way I want to pass mm-hmm. and separating the separating two. Separating them, yeah. Um, has been something I've been working on a lot mm-hmm. and it's it's coming together but now we do it full speed and it all goes to shit like we were saying earlier I'm <laughs> yeah. like god okay this is perfect I fixed everything and then we do it full speed and I'm just right back to my <laughs> old habits yeah. um, so that's been a lot of it balance and whatnot. Um, honestly like communicating with the team being mm-hmm. on the same page and like learning how to listen to each other and um, at this point and where we're at, like four years in, three, four years in, it's like we got to really like find that synergy yeah. and like work together and, and all that stuff. Um, so that's been a big part of it. I did a lot more strength training a little bit earlier this year. Like I let Mikel really, uh, what was it? I guess like November, I let him really like build me up, like break, mm-hmm. break me down, like do a lot of strength, hard stuff um, so that my body was more ready for the long longevity yeah. of yeah. the season that's going to come. Cause I think a lot of us forget that we had two COVID seasons. Yeah. Like, we're like you can't expect your body to, uh, you know, do the same, uh, or what am I not being able to figure out the word, but your body can't perform the way that it did right. for those three events. Mm-hmm. If you train it for those three, three events. And a lot of us are like, yeah, well it worked last year. So I'm going to do right. it. Like, no, we're going to play in, three times as much yeah. demanding season and now we're sitting together as a team and saying we want to make Sundays on the FIV yeah that's another day of volleyball and one day less to get to the next event mm-hmm. so we need to like train our bodies to be used to that by the time season comes around yeah. so that's why I started earlier um, other than that I leave a lot of it up to my team communicate as much as I can about like what I'm learning on my own and what I want to work on but then be like, okay shut up and let jose apply it to our team as a whole yeah because at the end of the day me getting better isn't helping the team the team getting better is helping the team um and then same thing with my trainer you know i have a guy i really trust so i give him the information and let him do what he wants with it yeah 
Yeah, that's solid. I do have another question off that. So what would you suggest is the best way to be able to last on with all these events, like outside of practice? Like you're, are you pushing a bunch right now to build strength? Are you kind of sustaining the same type of thing as the season goes on? How often are you lifting? Like those types of things. So, well, it's changed so much over the years. Like when I first came out, I think it was a lot more of, and, and this is for most people, a lot more of like lift hard in the off season and then like don't really lift much in season. And then as the years went on, like obviously I partnered with John Hyde and he just like flipped my whole mm-hmm. brain on everything. But then I saw Nick Lucena, who's tight with Hyde, take on his stuff. And I saw Phil do it and I saw Jake do it and I see April do it. And, and what that is is they just keep strength training hard throughout the whole time and it doesn't mean like just like breaking yourself down yeah you, you know when your body's hurting yeah. and it needs rest and, and you can take that rest but you don't just stop like you keep going you keep hard going. on your off days and understand that the body only needs three days to fully recover yeah you know a lot of us are like i gotta take the week off like it's yeah. too much. you don't need it yeah if you've broken down on sunday like from an event right you take monday off you can be in the gym tuesday like hitting it hard you don't have to, you know, I don't lift super heavy. So mm-hmm. a lot of it's recovery. You're opening yeah. your body yeah. up and all that. Um, but like getting your muscles burning again. And then uh, let's say you play Friday. Like Tuesday you work out hard and then you have uh, Wednesday, Thursday to recover. And then you realize by by Friday you're like, my body's at 100%. Mm-hmm. And I got a workout in. I'm recovered from that workout that was kind of more of a recovery workout. Yeah rather than like just killing yourself and then taking four days off yeah. and then trying to be at your best again. Yeah. Like the best athletes that I'm learn that I'm seeing are just like in the gym the next day. Even even like I st- I'm like I just end the tournament I'm taking the next day. I'm still yeah. at that point. But like a lot of them aren't. Like Nick, April does it. Um Hayden Hayden was at last match of season he's in the gym the next day i'm like you're psycho yeah but it works like your body recovers from work you don't get broken down in the gym if you if you work out the right way if you're doing like crazy like crossfit stuff then yeah you could probably hurt yourself yeah but like you just keep working out Mm -hmm. steadily um the highs and lows are what kind of like throw your body off i think yeah yeah well when when we had uh jake on the podcast it was the day after the Manhattan Beach Open finals that him and Taylor lost to Phil and Nick. Yeah. And he, we talked to him after he was in the gym. Exactly. The day after the Manhattan final, and Manhattan is the longest tournament of the year on the AVP in the yeah. deepest sand, in the hottest conditions. And it and might Jake be like, the gym the next might day. be like a few reps. Nick Lucena started working out day of matches, like in the Olympics, because he's so used to it. We only play one match a day. He's in the gym that morning working out. And it might be, he usually does 10 reps, he's doing three of everything. Yeah. But like. It's um, keeping the body moving. It keeps the body moving. Yeah. That was actually That's what really helped me on the world tour last year was that, because I know I talked to Nick about that and he lifted the morning of. Mm-hmm. And so our first tournament of the year when we played in Doha, it was all night matches. Yeah. And so I would get a light, like 30 minute lift and stretch in in the morning. And there's something about it. I think it also supposedly like primes your body yeah. for mm-hmm. what like the next one and so i played like some of the best volleyball and i was like all right well i need to do this every time mm-hmm. 
but then last year like nothing really physically like i was totally fine through the whole year last year so i was like all right well working out works because it also (laughs) balances your body yeah Yeah. like your volleyball is not good like you're opening up one way and hitting as hard as you can with one arm Mm -hmm. the whole season with jumping with one foot forward (laughs) the other one back weightlifting is all symmetrical so you're reteaching your muscles like this is how it's supposed to be don't overpower this one or that one Mm -hmm. but if you don't do it the more you don't do it throughout the season you just get built into this you know off body where your right arm's doing more and your left knee or whatever and you're going to get the jumper's knee and just more and more pressure is going to go into that but if you keep resetting your body after every one where it's just like nope like symmetrical weight balanced even this is how I want to move, you know, everything's well thought out, your body just stays symmetrical and yeah. it works a lot better throughout the year. Mm-hmm. That's where injuries come, right, is yeah. when, you're, when you're off balance. Overuse. Yeah. 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 That's really interesting. It's Great not necessarily the overuse, <laughs> right, because your muscles recover fast. Yeah. No yeah. matter how much you break it down in two days, yeah. three days, your muscles are ready, like mm-hmm. primed, because of that work you put in. Yeah. It's the tendons and the joints that are going to, keep you out of tournaments throughout mm-hmm. the year and i think people like are like oh i'm so gassed like well are you hurt or are your muscles tired yeah because yeah. like you're fine if it's muscles yeah if it's tendons and stuff then you got work to do yeah, yeah. or you're behind and i mean listeners like you're a pretty perfect person to listen to because yeah. i mean you, you've been staying healthy through an autoimmune disease for the last couple of years like yeah. you're on it yeah, I'm pretty on it. Well, I also have a Sorry. good team. Like, I got, uh, yeah. I got Mikel. Like, mm-hmm. I, I drive up to him for a reason because he's teaching me all this stuff. Yeah. And I got to be with Hayden early on. Yeah. I was on the world tour fairly quickly. So I'm like, I was with Nick and Rosie and everyone, and I'm seeing who's doing what and how they're, let's be honest, yeah. how their uh, training has evolved. And mm-hmm. Nick went, went like, I'm doing what Hayden's doing yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> And then I feel like Phil was kind of like on the same, he did his own thing, but kind of was on, on board with that. Jake, same thing. Rosie, no, Rosie's going to do what Rosie's, Rosie's doing. Yeah. But where's Rosie at now? Yeah. Physically. Well, and there's a reason why all these guys that are, what, in their late 40s are still able to compete at this high level. Exactly. Yeah. So imagine if you do it in your early 30s exactly. or late 20s. Yeah. Or early 20s. Yeah. yeah. Getting strong, Saf. Well, I'm going to the, <laughs> what do you guys call it? The Garden of Gains? Is that what you call yeah. it in your house? Garden going, of Gains. Going really? there a yeah. couple times. The Kona Brew. Uh, I've been uh, using power. those. Yep, I've been using <laughs> those. Yeah, uh-huh. yep, that's awesome. But uh, it's my donation. I mean, yeah, I think it's cool for people to, to hear about it. But even for me, like, I'm still trying to figure out what works for me. I went to um, F45 this morning. Okay. Know? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I've never, I had no idea what it was. And um, I got connected with them. And they're like, yeah, come, like, check it out. And I you go and you see these like smaller weights and you're like, Oh, and all these people who aren't athletes are like, oh, I'm going to go kick ass today. Yeah. And I was dead after it was like a 45 minute oh, for sure. hit workout. And you have these little pods with three exercises and it's not heavy weight at all, but it's, it was, I did full body stuff and I got a really good sweat. And so I got some conditioning and some strength stuff. I felt awesome after. And then I went and practiced and I was tired, Yeah, but you know, it felt good to like, feel like I actually, cause sometimes I go work out and I'm like, what do I want to work on today? I don't know. Like, right. I just don't totally. really know. I don't have a coach helping it's me. Hard. It's kind of, yeah, I'm hard. getting, I'm motivating myself, but what's best for me to do? And I think the full body movement kind of thing too, because you're moving, it's hot in there, you're sweating. Yeah. I think it was great. I'm going to try it. And tomorrow's cardio day. 
Today I'd was strength like, and conditioning. Tomorrow was cardio. So I'm curious to see the difference. In yeah. Like stealing, is. when you like find a good workout, mm -hmm. steal pieces of it. Exactly. You know, and then put it together. Because you're going to need to do it on the road. Exactly. When you get out there and you're walking the gym. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Steal the stuff that you had at UCLA, stuff that you see there. Mm -hmm. What stuff like really taxes your muscle you feel like you're really getting a good workout but it's not breaking your body down uh, yeah. that kind of stuff i liked the it was 40 seconds on 20 seconds off i kind of liked the time stuff because when i go lift on my own and i'll do my reps and i'll be like oh i'm so tired and i'll just like lay there for like five minutes and just <laughs> right. on the turf i'm like okay i need to get up and do my next thing yeah. versus <laughs> this that you have to keep going you're yeah. going 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 and you're done in 45 minutes that's all right. that's all it takes so which is a I match. thought that was really cool matches like exactly. 45 minutes 20 second would be a long play yeah mm -hmm. so it's good like simulating real playing yeah exactly. one of my favorite ways to time your rest is you give yourself 10 breaths in between your sets because then mm. it really focuses on your breathing your breathing and you're taking huge yeah. breaths yeah. and you're going real slow <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and then like you get like sort of it's like meditative you get yeah. kind of zen out from it and then you go back and it's just it's breath work combined with strength and conditioning i forget where i think i read that in tools of titans one of yeah. the mm -hmm. people had that and i, I i've loved that was in there actually yeah um, the guy that does art of breath okay actually i did one of his seminars and he told me yeah that, same thing um gabby reese told us i don't know if you were there when i asked her but the like ideal I was asking him like for volleyball I I go hard for 15 seconds and then I have 15 seconds or yeah. whatever you know yeah to recover and then I go hard again what's the ideal recovery breath yeah and he was like slow deep in and then out quick so yeah like, that like <laughs> yeah, yeah basically that Interesting. that that's what he said was the best for because all the all the different breaths have different I don't know. I don't know what it does, but because I think the sharp out when Gabby was talking about it, she said, that's how you get all the CO2 out. Yeah. And then you're just breathing in good air. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, that's how I time the rest yeah, is cool. just like big, deep breaths through the nose. And then I, I go slow out yeah, the mouth because I'm timing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, Dude, if you put yourself on a real clock, which my trainer does sometimes, you realize that you never do it on. If you're counting your head, <laughs> one, two, you're like looking around. What was it? Uh, three two and a half four yeah. for sure you're doing 15 second right yeah. it's on a real clock like you can do it on your phone and stuff you're just like really like this is no freaking yeah. break at all at all the clock's you're broken whole, you do that workout at f45 like counting in your head all the reps it's for sure now it's at least an hour at least. exactly yeah. exactly yeah. it was good and it was like you finish your workout and you have to move to the next little station and yeah. you have to get there quick if you're like dilly dallying yeah, around like yeah. you're not going to start in time yeah. and they're yelling at you let's go let's go and yeah, i was like yeah. oh my gosh this yeah. is, it's good it's and it's it was 7 a.m i got up i felt like oh my god that's a good start to the day yeah i like cross training cool. too just like mm -hmm. in terms of your mind depends how you like or how you work like a lot of people are like i know what i like and i want to do it like they want that consistent routine yeah but i like to like switch it up like it makes it fun you know yeah i'll do a one of these classes i'll mm -hmm. do a Yoga, or yoga do this or yeah. that or surf surfing and which i've gone away from more and more nowadays just because my stuff's just like fully regimented i was just like yeah. i know what works and just stick to that yeah. and all my free time is taken up by a child <laughs> <laughs> um, a really cute child but you got to take that into account like yeah. all the fun you know stuff you enjoy and like that's stimulating for sure for sure yeah, yeah.
Do you have any off-season wins? Um, I think, honestly, going to Missouri this past weekend was, like, the biggest win of yeah. the off-season. And not just because me and JD played well, but we're in this bubble, right, where everyone, all the beach volleyball players are trying to we put so much pressure to, like, make it, make it, make it, yeah. right? And it's a lot of it. You can see a lot of people. It's not the, – the joy is kind of gone in a lot of it. And then you go to a place like freaking Springfield, Missouri, and – it's this beautiful 10 court facility and people are they just love volleyball they love it they, they love absolutely it. love it and you know we had this co-ed tournament on sunday and this girl drove in seven hours from nashville to play with me and it was just like the high so like the highlight like this co-ed tournament was the highlight of people's weeks and they're yep. like oh i just like i can't wait to get off work and play volleyball yep. and it's just so fun to be around people where, where volleyball is enough as it is yeah right and so we're all you know, especially I was getting sort of just like bummed out with volleyball, just like seeing all the group texts and everything. Oh, and then everyone, totally. when the AVP schedule came out, people were like, oh, well, don't quit your day job. We're all bummed. And I was like going to Missouri and just seeing people love volleyball. Yeah. Like this, mm-hmm. it was just so refreshing. And we played this um, this couple, uh, Clint Ross and his wife, mm-hmm. and they, they got married um, at, at a volleyball court in Tulsa, Oklahoma last year summer and during their wedding they had john hyden run a clinic the pastor who was officiating the wedding was wearing an avp officials jersey the groomsmen were in volunteer avp volunteer shirts and i was like this is the purest thing i've ever seen in my life like you're talking about volley enthusiasm through the freaking roof and i was like this is this is it this is the magic it's It's cool that that exists yeah and you need to travel to these little places to find these like little bits of magic and beach volleyball and mm-hmm. i was like this is i think That's that is so the heart cool. and soul of it right there yep. more than trying to make it as a professional because yep. like you can find that magic everywhere but professionals you know it's the top one percent of the one percent it's yeah. really hard mm-hmm. i wish that the top pros could get out there more and like do that mm-hmm. kind of stuff that you do you know usually earlier on or yeah whatever you know getting invited to those things um obviously at some point, you just got to be like, I don't have time for that, right. you know, if you're not getting paid, basically. Yeah. Um, but that is, like, definitely something that you forget about mm-hmm. when, when you just get into your routine and you're just like, I'm on tour. Like, even going to Austin, right? And, yeah. like, the little stuff I did this offseason was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, we have a great fan base in the yeah. US. Like, there's yeah. so many people that love this sport and, like, watch us. Mm-hmm. We don't even, like, remember that they're watching exactly. us every yeah. time we play. Yeah, it's it's just me. It's just so cool just to see people and like people in Missouri. Are like I love Sandcast. I'm like this is the coolest. Thing. Like <laughs> I, it's so fun. Yeah, like, there's so oh many people gosh. who just love volleyball, and so for me, like it was just so refreshing because it, it just like I don't know. It was just like a little reminder that like all is well in the world of volleyball. Like it's still Seriously. fine. Yeah. It'll have its problems like any other sport, and every other sport has problems. Yeah. Like Phil Mickelson is talking about leaving the PGA Tour because like it's greedy. I was like, all right, well, if the PGA Tour is too greedy for Phil Mickelson, then you know what? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> and the vo- last place guy is making 500K a year. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? At least. Volleyball, yeah. we're going to have problems. PGA will have problems. NBA will have problems. Exactly. Like, it's, it's all just, perspective. It is. Yeah. And so it was a, the, uh, the greatest dose of perspective mm-hmm. that I didn't realize that I needed. And then I came back. I was like, wow, I love volleyball. Yeah. Again. This is great. And I'll be honest, like my <laughs> – all around vibe right now after seeing AVP schedule and world tour, assuming we get to actually play that, 
it's like the best. It's amazing. This is the so best good. I've seen yeah. since yeah. Grand Slams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When, when we had Grand Slams and the AVP had like eight events when I first, or maybe less, I don't know, around there. I was like, this is great. Yeah. But like for some reason, I feel like the energy is like convincing <laughs> me that it's not. I'm like, <laughs> Should I, sign, uh, should I not sign up for this event? Or yeah. Like, what's happening? Like, <laughs> yeah. It looks good to me. <laughs> yeah. So, I, and I think that the more people are sort of kind of understanding the schedule of the AVP, I feel like the excitement and the optimism is there where people are like, actually, I could play a tournament pretty much every weekend and make decent money this year, whether yeah. I'm like, you know, beating trying Trevor or not. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's, I'm excited. I'm optimistic I'm really about excited. beach volleyball. The first time in a while, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. So thanks, Missouri. Thanks, <laughs> Bringing me good. back. I'm sitting here and I'm like <laughs> looking at some of these questions and I keep getting WhatsApp messages from my SOB group where they made nice. a WhatsApp and I have one yeah. for the Turks and Caicos one too. And it's like these people, like you were saying, like they just message all day long about that they take pictures of them sitting at their desk with like all their monitors. Like, I wish I was on the beach in Mexico right now. Like they yeah. just absolutely love it and like me going to mexico too like i needed it and you don't realize like you know larry wang yeah he's gonna he's he he's 50 i think okay 450 and he's a study he played in all the um sob tournaments and mm-hmm. he like dominated competing everything. with a rob for who's gonna look the youngest the longest <laughs> seriously larry could pass as like seriously. 37 yeah oh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's awesome and he's like i'm gonna play in every qualifier this year I love for every it. maybe tour event or yeah whatever it is so he it's it's cool to see how fired up all these people and I keep getting pictures of you know my mom's friend sent me a picture um from where they live they're like if you play in Austin we can literally walk to the event it's so cool like people are just so fired up and that and that inspires me this and yeah. yeah you know it's it's easy to get wrapped up in all the talk and oh this sucks or that it's so easy to get caught up in it it's such a small little bubble yeah. but it is I mean we have events. This is my first time having a full season, so I'm fired up. Like, it, should I'm, be, it should I'm be scary. It should be scary, too. Yeah. Right? Like, where you're looking at the events, like, this is going to be hard. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I have my work cut out for me. Yeah. Uh, obviously, not having opportunity is a different story, but, like, it should be scary at any level. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone. April is, yeah. I don't know what she's doing this season, but, like, yeah. she looks at every season's like, I got big goals. Like, this is going to be tough. A lot of expectation. Like, yeah. it's not just like, you know, you make it and then it's good. You know? Right. At every level, no matter where you every are, season, yeah. you have your, you should be scared and like challenging yourself. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I feel like some That's people cool. are just a little like, like, this is kind of scary and looks really hard. Like, let's try to see if we can get it changed. Oh, man. Dude, Delaney right? came back and she was so just mad. She was like, I heard this girl at practice today say, I don't want to play good teams. I don't want this to be hard. And she was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. What? She was furious. Yeah. I was like, I know, baby. Why are you, you, should, why are you uh, playing? Maybe you should play math. <laughs> like, and I think, I think we're huh. going to see this wave of college girls like you just kicking ass soon because I think that that oh, mindset's sure. just like going to get blown out the door. Oh, yeah. Toast. Why would you? Why would you even play if you don't want to play? And that's why we love you, Sav, because it's confusing. <laughs> that's why you're here. <laughs> if that doesn't confuse I mean, you, 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 you need to talk to someone. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do we have time for more? Or are we? Yeah, we'll take. Oh wow! An yeah, we've hour been going. 14? 
Yeah, Ooh. we've been chatting. Yeah, we've been chatting. We've been chatting. <laughs> as well as there is there one more good one to end on, or should we should we wrap? There's a couple more like training lifestyle ones, but I feel like we're in a we're in a good spot. Maybe I'll just save these for, good spot. for the next one. I think we're in a good spot. Yeah, right let's here. run it back. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right on, Seth. All great right. to have us all three back. Of course, yeah. it's great. Like Perfect. always, happy to be here. Yeah. Sounds good so vibes. True. I always leave here feeling on top of the world. Yeah. Like it's nice. been a good day. <laughs> good day, and then I finish with this. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's been golden. We're at work too, right? We, we're, kind of, yeah, we're working. This is, this is the office. This is brutal hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Well, fans, we appreciate your fan mm-hmm. questions. These are always the most downloaded episodes of the month, except for Zanus, which is just popping off. Yeah. New leader. UCLA. Not a new number one. Yeah, <laughs> we've boiled it down to every time we have a UCLA episode, blows up. Really. Devin Newberry's going oh, off. Right. Yeah. Tim Brewster's was our number one for like two years. Oh my god. Yeah. So now Zana's the new number one. Kicked yeah. out April Raw. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Damn, yeah. Love my Bruin fam. I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's why I brought you on too. Just of course. Pump the numbers. I'm bringing the fans in. <laughs> 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 <laughs>